stop, listen, and ask yourself, have you ever pondered at the idea that there may be something to the other side? If so, and you're hearing my voice for the first time, then you may have just fallen into the void. This is Heather, your ghost girl 321 from Something About the Unknown podcast, and I'm falling with the G-Man into the void. Well, hey there, hello there, bats and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of Into the Void, the podcast that talks about anything and everything paranormal. I am your ghost host with the most G-Man, bringing you the latest things that go bump in the night, real ghostly encounters, Halloween events, and Halloween-related news. First and foremost, a big thank you to my last guest, urban and paranormal explorer, Heather Escalera, for joining me as we give you the listener, not only the inside scoop about what it means to be an urban explorer and paranormal investigator, but also tune in as I talk with my special guest about what it's like to work with two filmmakers on a podcast and much more. Now, before I go any further, I would like to address this. Some of you may have been wondering where my amazing co-host, The Strange One, has been. Well, rest assured, he will be back for future episodes. In the meantime, Bats and ghouls, do I have an exciting episode for you? As many of you may have noticed, be it social media or you may have witnessed yourself going to your local craft or dollar store, that Halloween decorations have slowly been making their way on the shelves. And if that didn't tickle your spooky bone, then prepare yourself, bats and ghouls, because for this episode, I have a special guest who is sure to bring more spooky fun under the sun with more Halloween excitement and a special announcement. But before we get into that, bats and ghouls, I believe it's time I do what I love to do, and that is give a big shout out to Ghouly Creations. Looking for that spooky cute attire this Halloween season? Look no further than Ghouly Creations. From t-shirts, turbans, sweaters, and stickers, Ghouly Creations has what you need to accessorize your spooky outfit. Need a new pillow? Why not reward yourself by laying your head down on some comfort with your very own hand-stitched coffin pillow? For more information or to place an order, just search Ghoulie Creations on Instagram and drop a DM. That's Ghoulie Creations. And of course, what kind of podcast would we be without a word from our sponsor for this episode? Not, nope, that's not going. Nope. How about this? No. Ah, that's it. Master, I'm not going. Master, what seems to be the problem? Well, Igor, if you must know, I cannot find a single thing to wear, and I am taking the missus out tonight. Well, Master, why don't you head on over to lovepainandstitches.com? What is this love, pain, and stitches? Love, pain, and stitches creates and designs unique handbags for the macabre lifestyle. Their handcrafted bags are made with quality materials and perhaps a hint of magic. You can complete your ensemble with the Bride of the Monster crossbody bag from the Vixen Collection designed by Michelin Pitt. Or perhaps you prefer a lovely green or purple glitter pumpkin shoulder bag from their Trick or Trash Collection. Only the most top quality bags found in the dumpster can complete the gray banshee look you seek. <laughs> 
Love, Pain, and Stitches. Be sure to visit their website, lovepainandstitches.com, to find the perfect handbag to suit your individual taste. And don't forget to browse their accessories for keychains, pins, and <laughs> stickers. I love stickers. Love, Pain, and Stitches. Find them at lovepainandstitches.com and follow them on Instagram at lovepainandstitches. All right. Welcome back to the podcast that brings you spooky thrills and a whole lot of chills. For the many bats and ghouls who follow this show, you may have recalled last season I had a guest who was ready to bring Halloween fun under the sun on an episode titled Frightfully Fantastic Fun in the OC. For more on that episode, go back to season two, episode eight. Now, due to the start of an unfortunate pandemic that year, they were forced to have to, and I quote, forego this year's event and reschedule for next year. Well, bats and ghouls, I am happy to announce that the wait is finally over. Join me now as I invite you to dive into the void for another frightfully fantastic fun Halloween expo coming in September of this year. That's right, bats and ghouls, the spooky season is right around the corner, and with many events making their announcements about Halloween fun to come, I am happy to announce that Creep It Real OC will be making their triumphant return from beyond the beyond. That's right, Creep It Real OC Expo will be returning on Sunday, September 12th from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Heritage Museum in beautiful Santa Ana, California. And who better to give us more detail and insight on what is to come from none other than the man with the plan. Bats and ghouls, please welcome back to the studio a man who's conjuring up this year's creepy fun, a man who I am thrilled and once again honored to have on this show. Please give a warm welcome to the one, the only, Mr. Kevin Valentine. Gee, man, thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. Kevin, welcome back. It's good to see you. Thanks. It's like deja vu. I feel like, <laughs> you know, being here obviously has been uh, about a year or so, but I was really, really happy. Uh, and when I came on an interview last year with you, the, the, I really got the sense from you and strange one, how excited you were about this event. And oh, I was yeah. really, we were honored about, uh, you know, for that. And so I'm really thrilled to be here again to talk about how this is going to be a reality again this year. Oh yes. <laughs> and again, I am very excited that you guys are putting this back on. Um, I'm so sorry that you weren't able to do it last year. Um, this pandemic obviously has taken a toll on not just creep it real, but also a lot of other Halloween venues that and events that were supposed to happen. So it's really great to have you back on the show. Thanks. And it's exciting that you guys are putting this on again. Um, so before we dive into this cauldron of fun or what Creep It Real has to offer this year, I got to ask you, how you been? How, how's it going, man? Well, I actually been doing very well. And thank you for asking. Um, you know, uh, we count ourselves very fortunate to have been, uh, we have uh, kids, my wife and I uh, put on the expo. Uh, we're a partner in crime when it comes to the uh, producing of the event. And uh, our kids have, we were able to spend a lot more time. So that's the, 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 the good side of kind of being, uh, you know, this, this past year, what that brought about. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I think where we were last year, where we were planning this event and we're really excited and that was kind of that fingers crossed. Well, you know, everybody was in spring where it was like, well, September's so far away. I think it's gonna be fine. Give it a, give it a couple of weeks or a month or so. Right. And then as the summer went on, it became more of a reality that this event could not happen. And then when we said, all right, here's the date, it's, you know, it's actually a year and a day later right. um, on September 12th. And we just thought, wow, that's so far away. But here's where uh, we got to benefit is that 
that the, all that planning um, was able to happen and we gained a lot of really great vendors and had a lot of really neat plans that we were able to solidify that with the time we were given, we, we weren't, uh, you know, we would not have been able to do that otherwise. Um, so putting more of that planning in, uh, and, uh, has been really fortunate and we've been doing really well, uh, because of that. It's taking our time. So yeah, you. absolutely. You know, um, so you just mentioned this and I was going to ask you this beforehand, but I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, you had mentioned that you and your wife both produce, uh, this spooky fun event. Yeah. So have you two worked together on events before? Yeah, well, we do tend to work uh, a little bit on on each other's projects. So she does does a lot of um, kind of event producing types of things, and oh, I've done okay. um, uh, video and oh, nice. and things like that. That's where I where I specialize, and so uh, we've come together. And actually, the first time we produced this event was at a different venue it was in 2019 and we had a great time doing that realized that we love the community the, those the kind of that spooky halloween horror community that comes together to really just love the season okay and uh so we said this is fantastic we love it we must do more of this and then we immediately started planning the new event um and and so what we've realized is we really have a niche, like each, each of us has kind of our areas that we tend to focus on as far as she's more of the, the uh, promotion and, and, and marketing and I'm, I'm logistics and implementation and things like that. Um, and so, uh, it's been really, really great. So this is, uh, we're, we're still kind of new to this as far as, um, you know, we're not, we're the, we're new kids on the block as far as being here for oh, many, like many years, um, you know, some of the other big shows and things, but this is our own little niche that we're finding and we're really enjoying it. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. And, um, what would you say is the best part about working together? Well, I think that, well, it's interesting. I mean, we do tend to compliment each other when it comes to certain things that <laughs> will bring up. I'll say something and this just happened the other day. Oh my gosh, I was thinking the exact same thing. Mm. So, you know, as a married couple, you, you kind of tend to share a brain, I guess. Okay. Uh, and because we have similar uh, tastes and how we're going to lay this out or how we're going to, you know, specific ways to produce or define details of the event. And we both go, oh yes, that's what we need. That's what needs to happen. And so we, we really kind of encourage each other in, in, in the disciplines that each other tends to tends to live in really when it comes to the creative side versus the logistics side and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's great is living together, you know, our kids go to bed and we, that's, that's go time. So we're able to, to uh, get right. a lot of stuff done. Uh, it's always easier when the little ones are asleep. Oh, it's, it's really tough to, to be talking to each other and then everybody <laughs> wants attention. So we do um, you know, have things that happen during the day. We're talking with our vendors and we're talking with, with, you know, different about different aspects and trying to accomplish business during the day. And it's really hard to do. So at night is our kind of our, our, you know, time to, to hammer away at some of the details. So it's a real balancing act. Yeah, but it's fun. Okay, it's that's fun good. One. So then what would you say is the hardest part about working together? It's probably the same along the same things as getting time uh, for to be able to talk about things like that. Okay. So we go, yeah, what we've meant, we meant to talk about this little logistic challenge and we kind of work things out and then all of a sudden it's been a week. And so, um, you know, as much as I said before that we've, we had a year to kind of plan, a lot of the stuff is coming together uh, because we do have elements that come together late, such as, you know, vendors who, who signed on, you know, later than we would have liked. And, right. um, and then other little challenges, um, as far as our, uh, the planning with the venue and things like that. But so, you know, from an event producer standpoint, I mean, there's lots of people who, you know, it's, it's, we, 
it, we, it's pretty easy going. I know there's lots of people who have things more challenging than we do, but uh, we really enjoy it. So I think it's just the time to work together. We don't have kind of a, uh, you know, office time to sit down and actually work on things. It's just kind of text back and forth and emails as we're passing and I'm working and she's home. And then right, at night right. is when we, you know, just spend a little bit of time working. So, okay. Yeah. Um, now you mentioned you have children uh, and um, I saw that on your Instagram. Sometimes you post up the, uh, your kids on there. Oh, uh, yeah. You have two kids, correct? You do. Um, so two do boys. they love, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> two boys. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. I have two boys myself. Oh, excellent. Um, so do you, uh, do they love Halloween just as much as you do? Yeah. I think it kind of rubs off, you know, it's one of those things that has to, has to happen. Okay. So when the, when the season comes along, I know there's, you know, there's a, a lot of folks in this community is, is, you know, Halloween is year round really as far as the folks that celebrate Halloween really. Mm. Um, but with us, you know, we tend to get big on it around the season that the, the proper season and they love trick or treating. They love all the decorations. We go to parties and things. Uh, we're going to do the Disney event this year. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that because they dress up. They're young still. So, uh, so yeah, they, they really enjoy that. When you guys, uh, when you decorate for Halloween, um, I know you do this event for Halloween. So you have a lot of decorations already being put up and a lot of uh, vendors that are being, you know, putting their stuff together for this giant event. Um, do you decorate your house more than you would decorate for the event or is it the other way around? Oh, interesting. I, you know, over the past year or so that we've been kind of pivoting and trying to figure out what we're going to do when we had to cancel the event. Um, it's we're, we're building things. Actually, we're building like little set pieces for the event. Um, we do have some standard decorations that we put out and it's kind of a, a little battle in our house. I appreciate the more of the handmade and and things that look like they belong on a house. Um, okay. That's not it's a little more subtle and, and she likes the big stuff. And so it'll be those inflatables and I, I detest the inflatables. So <laughs> oh, really? the, the store bought, you know, you go to Lowe's and buy the inflatables. So I know they're cute and a lot of people have that in this, and, and the kids love it too. They go, look at that giant inflatable, you know, big skeleton or whatever it is. But I like a little bit more original, um, kind of handmade and stuff like that. So, but we do okay. have, a, we have a mix. So our, our house oh, cool. is, our house is a mix. We tend to decorate more on the inside of the house just so we can kind of enjoy the, the, the colors and things of the season. Right. And then, um, on Halloween or, you know, a little bit before we kind of deck out the, the outside a little bit more and we got fog and lights and things like that. So when there's trick or treaters, we, we, we go crazy with that. So last year we were, we were doing that as well. I know what that's like it, decorating on the inside more than on the outside. My kids love whenever. I do that. And for myself, it's more of each day in October, I try to add something new to see if they oh, re realize nice. that something different is up inside the house. Um, but then by the time Halloween comes up, I don't have a lot of decorations outside uh, for on Halloween, but I try to make it enough to let people know like, hey, there is candy here. You can come get candy at the house at least. We're a friendly place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We enjoy the pumpkin carving too. We, we have, oh, yeah. yeah. We do several pumpkins and we'll all put them out. out. So that was really cool last year. Too. My boys don't like... Um, um, digging their hand inside mm -hmm. to get all the seeds and the gunk out. But at the same time, they will, they'll ask me, dad, can you get it? Can you get it? And I'm like, let's do it together. And then they'll be like, okay, oh no, no, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll get this part. You tell me what you want. I'll carve it out. And then we'll put the candle in later on that night. And yeah, yeah. They love it. It's yeah, a lot of fun. So, fun. so what is this, uh, this event, Creep It Real OC, what does it mean to you as a family man? Oh, interesting. I think that's where I'm, and more and most comfortable is the idea of of families getting together. Oh, okay. I think I was telling you before we went on the air that um, I don't 
recommend, um, you know, like our young kids are not going to come to this event. Right. Sometimes there's spooky imagery and things like that a little much and they're young. So I think that'll come with, with age where they just get a little bit more used to the idea of scary things. Uh, but I love just the, the kind of that, that family togetherness of the, of Halloween and just fall and autumn because of the, the, the color changing and just the fact that there's different smells and the lighting is different because the sun's in different position, like all yeah. the, all the things about that season I really enjoy. And so I tend to embrace a lot of that. And since we got married and had kids that has become more important, we seek out all the things to do around Orange County okay. uh, and anywhere else really that have to do with, with just autumn and, and, and Halloween and festivals, lots of, lots of that stuff that happens. So. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. It's a blast. I love that. Well, I know this pandemic has affected us in many ways and it took an unfortunate toll on Creep It Real uh, by not being able to have the event. So let's talk about what kind of changes are being made to Creep It Real. Uh, but first it's time for our word from our sponsor for this episode. Well, hey there, bats and ghouls. G-Man here. You know, when I'm looking to accessorize my Halloween attire, I go to lovepainandstitches.com. Love, Pain, and Stitches. They bring you the thriftiest and spookiest handbags, purses, and accessories. Love, Pain, and Stitches is a mom and son team dedicated to designing and creating unique bags for the macabre lifestyle and for the spooky at heart since 2013. They offer customer handcrafted bags made with quality material and just a pinch of magic. The Love, Pain, and Stitches team strives to be creative with their designs and consistently work on making new and uniquely different bags that any Halloween lover could fall in love with. Love, Pain, and Stitches is a truly magical and devoted to their craft and continue to bring the night ablaze with their vixen Trick or Trash and Pumpkin Cult Collections. Visit lovepainandstitches.com to find the perfect bag to suit your individual taste. And don't forget to browse their accessories for keychains, pins, and stickers. Also, you can follow them on Instagram at lovepainandstitches. All right, welcome back, Bats and Ghouls. I am here with the one and only Kevin Valentine, producer of Creep It Real OC, talking about what to expect at this year's Outside Halloween Expo event. So, Kevin, on the Creep It Real OC Instagram, you have been showing your followers that you are hard at work at getting ready for this event. How many hours a day would you say you're putting into this event? Oh, interesting. Um, well, it was doing some construction work today for about five hours, building some set pieces and things All like right. that. Uh, that's rare though. Most of the time it's, uh, I'd say two to three hours a day, hardcore, just sitting down and doing, uh, emails and working on our kind of our, our logistics map. And, um, and it's mostly, it's a lot of communication. I really, we pride ourselves on the fact that we are very kind of homegrown when it comes to holding this event, you know, mm. we're not a, a, you know, we're not, we don't have a, a huge staff. And so it's, it's us. And we're, when it comes to our vendors, we really want to be, um, highly communicative with what we are expecting and what we're offering and, um, you know, asking them some of those logistics questions so that we can make sure that on the day of, we will run smoothly. And that takes up the majority of the time. So I'm, I'm happy to be able to do that and spend that time, uh, you know, ahead of the event. So that on the day of the event, my hope is that, Everything runs smoothly. We'll have a timeline. We'll have everything implemented so that uh, between us and our the staff will be working that day. Uh, we will be able to load in and open with a very 
seamless uh, type of transition for just, you know, this is a one day event and it's a, it's a short amount of hours. So uh, it's a lot to pack in. Um, well, I want to ask you this question. Uh, what changes are being made to ensure that Creep It Real OC happens this year? Yeah, we, this was a big deal for us. Um, okay. We, we really wanted to make sure that we were able to present this event in a way that was going to be uh, best for those visiting and for the, the, um, the, the, the vendors who are going to be there and those who are working in entertainment and things like that. So we're very, uh, communicative with all those folks, uh, but just kind of checking in all the time, have regular check-ins with, uh, the, you know, through email and phone calls and things like that yeah. uh, with those folks. So that's kind of that, 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 that homegrown feel that I'm, I was talking about earlier. I really mm-hmm. want to make sure that they know that they're supported and what questions they have. Um, so, uh, knowing that we're catering to a lot of the 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 needs and the the expectations of our vendors um because they're the ones who'll you know be there all day and they're kind of in their one position um so as far as strict guidelines we really worked with the venue to ensure that we were following what the what the state and county have been asking um so we will be updating our, our, our website and our Instagram and everything with exactly what to expect. I think what we'll do is, you know, we're about a month out right now. Oh, yeah. and, and after that, we're going to really start saying, okay, here's what you can expect. We do have, uh, you know, our, our, our uh, those who purchase tickets that we can, we can get back to and mention to them. Here's what you can expect as far as, uh, you know, bring masks. I would uh, advise everyone to do that. Uh, so though there, it's not a, a guideline in an outdoor setting uh, in Orange County, but we're wanting to prepare everyone for that that uh, that possibility that we could we could do that. Uh, we are though going to be having hand sanitizer everywhere, and uh, and and then if we need to enact things like a, a one way traffic kind of patterns through all the pathways, okay, yeah. we, we may do that. So far, we have not gotten to that point though where we need to do that. So, um, you know, we were actually really good in the clear, and then uh, in the last couple of weeks, things have have turned. A little bit differently, but we're working closely with our venue. The other things that, that we have been doing is really getting with uh, the the county to ensure that this is going to be produced in a way that makes sense. Obviously, right. there are things required for when you're when you've got food and all those vendors are obtaining right, their yeah. health permits and stuff like that. So we're we're in touch with them and making sure that the proper permits have been uh, pulled for hosting an event like this. Wonderful, yeah. awesome, that's perfect. Um, so we you've been mentioning vendors, um, and I know if the strange one was here, he'd be asking about the types of vendors. So I imagine this question is more for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but who are some of the vendors that we should be looking forward to? Now, I know you had mentioned on the Instagram that Rad Coffee is a sponsor of, of the uh, of the of the event. Of correct? the event. Okay. Crowd sponsor. Yes. Awesome. We're awesome. very excited to have them. And we <laughs> we spent some time going up uh, to the locations that they have up here in LA County. And we're so happy to have them down there. And they're really thrilled to be doing an event in Orange County. Wonderful. Uh, so we are both really stoked for that. Um, I imagine the strange one would probably be favoring the food offerings. Oh yes. Right? Okay. Yes. So right. I guessed right. Um, <laughs> yeah, he'll be happy to know that we've got, uh, you know, we're going to have, uh, plenty of food, lots of different options from some food trucks, some really great food trucks along with rad coffee and then the vendors that sell things like creepy food, you know, creepy cupcakes, sinister sweets, and ice cream that you will scream for. Oh, great stuff. We're very excited about that. Wonderful. Well, strange one. I hope you're listening because uh, it sounds like they've got some amazing vendors coming in and, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, I'll be seeing you around the vendors. <laughs> <laughs> if he can turn himself away from the food, I mean, you'll. Our hope is that 
people stick around through the whole event. And that was really what we set out to do was build something that could entertain you for, I mentioned earlier, it's not as long as we would, you know, now it is kind of short. Right. But again, when we started, this was a, a kind of a smaller uh, gig and we were kind of going, well, are we going to be able to do it next year? And what do you think? And is this going to work out? And now we've got such a great response that we, we thought, wow, oh my gosh, we're only doing one day and it's, it's a six hours. We're packing a lot into that short yeah, time. So absolutely. I imagine that things will change for our next events. Uh, but for now, you know, you pack a lot in we've got, we've got lots that we've, I mean, we're so proud. Again, I keep saying this is a homegrown thing, so it's very new for us. And we're so proud that we are, have gained over 100 spon- uh, vendors, 100 vendors of, of, wow. uh, participating in this event. Amazing. So we're really stoked. Um, you know, you've got original artwork from artists, handmade Halloween masks, of course, licensed merchandise from your favorite franchises. We've got makeup. There's a psychic, a few magicians. Uh, company selling uh, automation and controls for large props. I'm out- so sorry, Kevin. Did you say yeah. magicians? Oh, yes. Okay, so you had me at magicians okay. um, because I'm a huge fan of magic. I love it. Um, I have I have a former brother-in-law that actually, um, he's pretty good at magic. I wouldn't say he's a magician, but he's definitely really good at it. Um, so is there any chance we could find out who these magicians are that are coming? So the, the, the company's name is Magic Beats Food. Oh. See a trick, get a treat. That's oh, their tagline. Oh, that's wonderful. So, okay. Um, you know, the thing that's great about them, uh, and we, 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 we know that they're going to be d- doing demos all day long, Magic tricks uh for those who come up but we position them right next to the rad coffee truck which always has a huge line every event they go to oh, so yeah. i imagine it's a great place where people will be gathering and we'll be able to to see a lot of great magic we got some magic going on next to the rad rad coffee truck so mm-hmm. it's like magic and magical coffee put together i love <laughs> yes. that that's amazing now do you have a favorite vendor Let's see. Uh, well, when the, one of our most recent ones that we got before we, like I said, we're a month, we've closed out our, our vendor spots. Um, but we've got a spooky succulents oh. seller. And that is that you see the, the pictures of things that they, they're selling, uh, these succulents with really neat, um, you know, pots and containers that are, um, shaped as as you know creepy things or uh, spooky characters from halloween franchises and things Wonderful. like that so i'm really excited about that because it's just so unique um i also uh really love some of the haunts that we that we will be featuring we've got uh, a couple of local home haunts that are bringing some of their some of their you know, kind of a mini maze basically that you'll go through and experience you know granted this is a daytime event and it's outdoors but they're going to be building some really great features and uh some little uh, little walkthrough experiences that you'll, that you'll go through oh wonderful and, uh, we've got a we've got a, a number of really great ones that we've been in touch with for again them like many of our other vendors who hung on from 2020 and really carried through and we're so excited to finally do this thing um so they've been with it for a while we've been in touch and we're really excited for what those mini haunts will be oh that's gonna be great that's gonna be so much fun now you had mentioned uh you mentioned this quite a bit actually which is homegrown um and i love the fact that you say that because this does really feel like a very very homegrown uh event that is happening and i love that and with that being said um how many people does it take to put on such a, such an amazing event like this? It's funny. I think we're going to find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> think, okay. So between my wife and I, we're, we're putting it on. Uh, we've done a lot of the planning, obviously, beforehand. When we get there, though, we will be, we've got staff who is wonderful and they're prepared to um, put everything into place. So really is, it has to do with, with the you know, the short amount of time that we've got to build in the venue and then strike at the end of the venue. Right. During the, 
the middle of the time we we've got, you know, it's a handful of staff. Mm. So, you know, half a dozen or so that will be there just kind of making sure that we're putting out little fires and things like that. Okay. Um, um, you know, we've got some entertainment and stuff, so we will be, uh, making sure that that runs smoothly. But as far as implementing, it's just Megan and I, but then we partner really well with, with the folks who are helping us to plan. So our venue has been amazing. And, uh, and then the folks who are doing the the haunts and we've done many walkthroughs with some of these, these bigger vendors who are going to require space and some of the planning. So you get these great minds into, you know, one, one little group that we can, uh, get together and solve a lot of our problems before they arise. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this, uh, this event, obviously, it, it takes up a lot of time uh, to, to put it all together, plan it all out. Um, how much time do you take off, as in like vacation time, as you will, uh, before you're back to planning this all over again? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I thought about, you know, are we going to have a break after this? But we really we have some great ideas and we're really excited about what are we going to do next year and how is this going to look like? And what, you know, do we do at the same time like our. Our event was kind of conceived as the the precursor to the season type mm. of event. So it's the it's the you know the second week in September, which is kind of late to some some Halloween circles. You know it's already kind of started. Some of the theme parks and things have already begun at that point. But for the average person who are looking for some decor, some costumes, makeup, things like that, and just a way to dress up and come out and have some food and fun music and celebrate the yeah, season. Yeah. We are the kind of the kickoff of the season is how we're, that's how we're kind of thinking about ourselves. I like that though. Yeah. I like that you guys are the kickoff and I don't think you guys are late. I think you guys are like right on time mm. as the, the exact perfect time to, you know, start getting that spooky season going yeah. and everything. So you guys kicking it off. I think it's perfect. Yeah, and after that, you know, like you asked, I I expect that it will not be too long before we start going. All right, great. Here, what are we gonna do next time? Because <laughs> yeah. you learn, and immediately there's that adrenaline. Once we're done with this event, we're gonna be like, okay, here's what happened. Here's what worked well, and what we again, I say we pride ourselves on that we from our last event, we uh, got a lot of great feedback from the from those who participated, some from vendors, but also from the the guests, the visitors. That's good. Who had said like, hey, this, you know, whatever aspects that they appreciated, or some things that they thought we could do better, and um, I think that because of our change of venue, we've already done some things better. Uh, and then we're really working on, um, on fine tuning that stuff. So that, that, like I said, that adrenaline is probably going to carry through yeah. immediately. I'm sure we'll make ourselves take a little bit of a break, but it's going to be right into, all right, what are we going to do next time? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, um, so I know we're run, kind of kind of running out of time here, but I do have some more questions that I'd like to ask. Um, as you know, Halloween is the time for costumes and of course candy as everyone knows. Um, so do you have a favorite candy during the Halloween season and why? Well, when you, you mentioned Halloween season, see the, the, for me, chocolate is the king. Okay. And I will go with the Snickers any day of the week. Okay. But, um, you know, and you do get this little fun size, which is fantastic. Yeah. Keeps me going oh, yeah. whenever I'm, you know, in the middle of something. But, uh, I would say because of the, you mentioned that just the Halloween specific candy corn, I love. And what oh. I love really is the, those little pumpkin, the pumpkin candy corn, whatever they Oh call. yeah. Yeah. The pumpkin shaped candy corn. Oh my yeah. gosh. Those yeah. It's, it's still candy corn, but it's just shaped as a pumpkin. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. And they're just, they're so good. And I can't say that I haven't done uh, a session where I've just pounded too many of those things. Then you start feeling gross afterwards, <laughs> but it's just, Oh, that's, that's Halloween for me. Um, there was uh, last time you were here, actually uh, Renee was on the show mm -hmm. um, and he had asked a question that uh, it, it, it made me think about it all over again. When you were a kid, 
Did you ever get candy taxed? Oh, interesting. No, I don't think I did. I no? have friends okay. are pretty honest parents. We would go through and we had a, a pillowcase. It was a big orange pillowcase. Oh, okay. But, you know, a Halloween kind of theme. And uh, dump it all out on the ground and it's a big pile. And then we would go through to make sure that it's safe and that this hasn't, you know, this has been tampered with or unwrapped or anything like that. Uh, and, and when it did, then we put it all back in and then just kind of slowly chip away with it throughout the year. And I, I think I told you last time, I, I remember going until March where I still had some candy. Can't say that was probably the best idea or the healthiest thing, <laughs> but I remember just dragging that, that out because we had a massive pillowcase full of candy. Yeah. Oh, I did the same thing. And I know we talked about it the last time, but I did the same thing. It dragged out the candy as long as I yeah. could. And if it was still good, then in the socking it goes for Christmas, you know? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, to answer your question, I can't say that there hasn't, there wasn't candy tax, but my parents might've been very sneaky and, and, and maybe that happened when I wasn't going to do I mean, those. but what parent isn't sneaky, <laughs> exactly. you know, I mean, I do the same thing. My kids will have their candy in their, you know, their, um, pillowcases and, you know, I'll, I'll sometimes I'll ask and sometimes I'll just go and grab it myself. So, yeah, I've, you know, I've done the same because we have a little, uh, from last year, um, we had a little bag that, uh, existed up on the top of the refrigerator and it was always there <laughs> okay. and whenever they wanted a candy, we'd get that down. And then you start to realize what do they like and what do they not like? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I'm going for the stuff that's not moving. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make this merchandise move because I like it. So I'm going to, and then you get rid of that. So yeah, absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, as you know, this is a paranormal talk show or podcast and, um, I have to bring this back up again. The venue that you guys are hosting this event at, the Heritage Museum. Now we talked about this last time and I really would like to talk about this again. You had a picture that you showed us and it blew my mind last time when, when you were here. Um, and it was, a, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a fountain that you guys had and it was full of fog. And in that picture, there was a, a, a apparition that popped up. And we had also talked about the fact that the heritage museum is haunted. So, um, in any way did this, I mean, again, I have to ask this, did this come up uh, like in any meetings or any talks that you guys had when you were starting to plan again for the, uh, the event? Yeah. When, well, it, it came about the, the first time we started planning Jamie Hyber, who's the director of the museum, uh, my wife had known from, you know, previously. And so we went there and said, Oh, that's right. This venue, let's go look at it. And, and we met up with her again and she's was just great. She loves Halloween and was so excited for this event. And so as we're walking and touring the venue and talking about, she goes, I have to tell you, you know, this is a really a, a haunted place. And she had a lot of uh, stories about this location. Um, and, uh, and so she showed us a picture that they had taken at a, it was like a, a, a company, I mean, a party for the, for that, the, the, uh, folks who work at that venue, the museum, uh, folks and some, some founders and things like that. Uh, but one of the interns there had taken a picture or I'm sorry, picture was taken of this person in front of that fountain in front of the, uh, the, it's the Kellogg house. Right. And, uh, and at night there was, you're right, there was fog and in the fog, there's kind of a light source that's shown through, but you can see the outline of a face, like a, a, a girl's face or like a kind of a, an older female, I think. Um, and, 
And yeah, there, there, there it is. It's fantastic. Sorry, Bats and Ghouls. I am on my phone right now because uh, I had to pull that picture up again. This blew my mind the first time we saw this, and it still kind of gives me chills every time I look at it. You know what I'm remembering is she said there were tons of pictures because you know when you when you take a picture, you just go click 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 click. Right. And they probably took several of those, and just one of those had that image in it of oh the of kind of the, the of the face out of the clouds out of the, oh out, of the out of the fog. And so she was so you know she loves sharing that and loved to, to kind of tell stories and. They they do tours throughout the, you know, the regular parts of the year and on weekends, um, you can actually tour that house and they've got lots of great stories. Um, Jamie is so fantastic. She tells us all the time that she wants, you know, when she dies, she's going to go haunt the heritage museum. She right, wants to just yeah. exist there all the time. That. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, Hey, you know what? She'll be a part of it. The rest of, you know, the rest yeah. of her, uh, uh, spirit, spirit life too. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, oh my goodness gracious. That, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Um, so Bats and Ghouls, what I'm going to do here is I will actually be posting this picture up again on our Instagram. And I imagine it will be on the Creep It Real um, Instagram also. So if you guys want to go ahead and take a look at that and just look at that picture and just... You, you, you know what, if anything, leave a comment down below and tell us what you think. Do you think this is a real picture? Do you think it's fake? Do you think that there are actual spirits there? Because from what we've been talking about, Kevin, it sounds like there are definitely spirits uh, that want to participate in Creep It Real, which I think makes the event even more spookier than before, you know? Yeah, without a doubt. So that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so before we, uh, before we move on here. Um, I do have to say that, um, there is something interesting that, that has come up about for in, into the void here. Uh, Kevin, if you want to go ahead and make this announcement, um, I'm thrilled and excited for this, but I would love to hear it straight from, from you. Uh, there is a special announcement that into the void has been asked to do and Kevin, go ahead and let them know. Sure. I don't know, you know who's more excited us or <laughs> you guys, but we're thrilled to have into the void as, uh, as our, 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 our announcers during the event, we'll have several events taking place on stage and you guys will be there to introduce things. We've got a, a, a monster rock and roll band, the Rhythm Coffin, who is we're, we can't wait. They My were personal onboard. favorite. I'm excited for the Rhythm Coffin. Well, I, then, I hope I get to announce. Oh, them. you're the perfect person to, perfect. to bring them on stage. So, uh, yes. yeah, they, they were with <laughs> us from 2020 again. Great sports to be able to kind of just continue on and say yes, we're going to be with you when you when you have your event in 2021. And uh, so we're very excited about them. And then. We've got other things that will be happening there. We'll be giving away lots of prizes. So wonderful prizes oh, great. from vendors who are represented from all over the event. Awesome. And we also will have some tickets to the 17th door, which is an amazing attraction um, here in Southland. So uh, we'll be giving those away and, uh, and you guys will be, Announcing that and uh, <laughs> bringing some excitement to the stage with your ghoulish voice. That's Very right, excited. Bats and Ghouls. You heard it here. Uh, yours truly, G-Man, and also the strange one. We will be at Creep It Real OC Expo this September, and we will be emceeing and announcing many fun things to come. So get your tickets now and come on out and not just not just come out to meet us, but come out and enjoy the, the event. You know, you've got Kevin here. He's talking about an amazing event at the Heritage Museum in Santa Ana, and uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. going to be a lot of vendors there. And uh, I think it's just going to be, you know, spooktacular, as they say. <laughs> that was a bad joke. <laughs> That's great. I love what you said earlier. You said spooky fun under the sun. That is a great description. If it I was is to definitely going to be that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it will be outside. And yes, it's September. But it's just great that it's, you know, it's, this, it's, it's Orange County and it's spooky stuff. Yeah. That's exactly. What, oh, yeah. What that is. That's going to be a lot of fun. Well, bats and ghouls, we have come to the end of this episode. But before we go, it's time for one last word 
from our sponsor for this episode. Suffering from lack of interest of your average clothing apparel and accessories? Does your plain Jane shirt fail to excite you? Not to worry. This is a common occurrence and thankfully can be easily remedied. Cursed Creatures Cursed Creatures has the shockingly appealing apparel and accessories to liven up any night. Bring the excitement in your evenings back from the dead with any of the exciting cursed items from Cursed Creatures. Cursed Creatures has everything you could need to brighten up the dark corners of the cemetery, including monster masks, pins, stickers, patches, and plushies. And be sure not to miss out on the exciting t-shirts they carry at Cursed Creatures. With mummies, vampires, werewolves, and bats, you will find all you need for an evening stroll through the graveyard at Cursed Creatures. Just visit them at cursedcreatures.bigcartel.com. That's cursedcreatures.bigcartel.com. Well, Kevin, this has once again been fun and a true honor to have you back on the show. I'm sure I speak for all of us here and Into the Void when I say we are looking forward to this event and we're very, very excited. Um, last thing, can you let our bats and ghouls know where they can get their tickets for this wickedly fun event? Absolutely. Go to Eventbrite and on Eventbrite, Creep It Real OC Expo. You could also go on our Instagram and we've got a link in the bio. Wonderful. All right. Well, I believe that's all the time we have for this episode. If you like what you heard here, be sure to tune into any of our previous episodes, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, give a follow on both of our social media pages, Facebook at PodParanormal87, Instagram at VoidPodcast18. You can visit our website, IntoTheVoidPod.com, that's IntoTheVoidPod.com, to check out all of our latest in-studio picks and more. Did you know we have a channel? Be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Into the Void Podcast. And before I forget, check out our show store on Etsy. That's right, you can be the proud owner of some amazing Into the Void memorabilia. From mugs, t-shirts, pillows, and more, you can find it all in our store. Visit Etsy.com and search Into the Void Shop Store. That's Into the Void Shop Store. Well, once again, a big thank you to my guest, Kevin Valentine, for joining me on this episode. Kevin, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. It was an absolute pleasure. All right, bats and ghouls, I've got to get out of here and go shopping for my Halloween decor. So until next time, I'm G-Man, and I want to thank you for falling with me Into the Void. <laughs>